0: Payne in the building.
1: Welcome to Beers and Best Lips. It's April 27, 2022. Teams are getting eliminated from the NBA playoffs. Teams will make a crazy decision tomorrow that will absolutely rip the hearts out of their fans when we watch the NFL Stars of Tomorrow get selected in the NFL Draft. What's up, Levi?
0: What well, up,
1: You know, Levi, you're not asked to make franchise-changing decisions on a 20-year-old player, are you?
0: No, it's nice.
1: You're not being asked if you've decided to help the Nets win a championship. Hmm. But the decision as to what soap you use to wash your body... That might be the most important. Oh, yeah? So choose Dr. Squash. Doesn't matter if you're into old ladies, young ladies, or lunch ladies. Start your day smelling right. Start your day smelling like a man. Start your day smelling like a first-round pick. Visit DrSquash.com. So, Levi, how'd you do gambling this week?
0: Uh, started strong. Had some nice teasers. And last night, I lost it.
1: We won that teaser last night.
0: No, I changed it.
1: Oh, well, tell us what you did. How, how did you screw this up? Because we, we talked about
0: it. Yeah, so I'll, like, I'll read it to you. So I thought he— By the way, if
1: you've teased the Mavericks every time, they've won. I didn't.
0: <laughs> Let me log in here.
1: Well, he's fiddle-fucking-around with his phone. <clears throat> the Boston Celtics swept the Nets 4-0, the only team to be swept in the first round.
0: Okay. Ready? Tell us what
1: tell us what happened.
0: So, I took Miami Heat plus half. Yep. Knew they were going to win anyway. So liked it. Took the Timberwolves plus 13 and a half. Yep. Took the Pelicans plus 14. They lost by 15. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
1: Why did you take the Pelicans?
0: They were getting hot. I liked it. And but I it thought was
1: going th- back to Phoenix.
0: They're playing. Yeah, they're playing Phoenix. I I don't. I didn't think Phoenix could handle it. As I thought Phoenix would win still, but I. 14, I thought was a guarantee, like, should be. So I took the chance of it, which was dumb because I was ready going to double my money with the other two. So why would I even add them in? And then I was just like, you know what, let it ride and hit it. And I was like, yeah, well, never mind. I took the
1: under in that game and won. Yep. Tonight, there was Dick for picking. So I took the under in both of them and teased it.
0: So what do you think happened,
1: Boston Celtics and the Nets? What do you think happened?
0: Nets have no heart, no grit, no nothing.
1: Everybody or one guy?
0: I think two of them. I mean, there was one play, I think I remember. If it was that game, it could be the other one. But it was literally a fast break opportunity. Three Brooklyn guys are right there. Blake Griffin jumps with them straight up, contests the shot, misses it. And Durant is just standing right outside the lane. They get it, put it back in. I just, there's not, there's no heart in it. Like, even after they got swept, Kyrie and Kevin Durant are just laughing, shaking congrats, everything. Like, you just got swept by Boston. The
1: happiest losers out there.
0: Like, right? Like, that that drove me nuts. So the Ben
1: Simmons saga that went over this week, he was traded to the Nets for James Harden. (laughs) Simmons played zero games since joining the Nets, and although they gained Seth Curry and Andre Drummond, it wasn't enough. Reggie Miller, friend of the show, sounded all. Come on, man. Out for game four when it was rumored you were going to make it, make your debut. This dude has zero competitive drive. As small a chance as the Nets have to come back in this series, you still have KD and Kyrie. All you need is to win one game and take it from them. Hashtag man up.
0: Oh, yeah. I I agree with it completely. You don't, why rumor that you're going to come back and then if you're not going to play back, come back, you know what I mean? Just say, hey, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling trustworthy.
1: So let's get into what happened. The frustrated Nets front office and head coach Steve Nash demanded a meeting with Simmons and Agent Rich Paul after Simmons missed game four. Simmons stated in the meeting that a mental block about his struggles in the 2021 NBA playoffs, which he claims is what's causing a stress trigger point for his back problem. What are your thoughts?
0: I don't know what to physically say on that because I think that's just a soft-ass problem. Absolutely. I don't even me wrong. mental health. Yes, that's a real thing, like 100% but you said you didn't want to play with Philadelphia so you demanded a trade so you got out of Philadelphia you ended up in Brooklyn of all teams Brooklyn who already has Kevin Durant Kyrie Irving you don't even play for game 4 to see if you have a chance like that team is more than capable of winning four straight 100% now Boston yes guarantee their defense team but he could have came back and he could have played and they could have changed it one game could change the whole momentum of the whole entire thing
1: they needed him on Tatum the entire series
0: yeah and, like, I get in Philadelphia, whatever, you were asked a bigger problem and you can't shoot a three-pointer and save your life. Still don't know why he was a high draft pick. Never thought he was that great at LSU. But that's just dumb. I just, I've never been that big a fan of Ben Simmons. I, If you come in the NBA, you should be able to shoot and drive. And I, you don't have to shoot a high percentage like Curry style or anything like that, but still, you should be able to hit an open jumper. He can't do that. I don't I think he's I think he's a bust. I think
1: that he was more upset that he wasn't drafted to the Lakers or the Clippers than anything. Mm-hmm. He wants to be in LA, he wants to be an LA guy. But if I were to ask you what state would you say is the softest, is California not in your top three?
0: Oh yeah. I guarantee that they are soft.
1: I mean, this is a big show where we hate on LeBron, but LeBron wouldn't put up with that bullshit. <laughs> like LeBron would call him out.
0: LeBron's ask LeBron yeah. sitting out. But. Yeah, LeBron's the only one that allowed to sit out. You can't stress about that. I just, I think it was a clear sign what he did in Philadelphia. Like, why would you even want to take a risk on that type of player? Like he, like no offense, like buy into it. at least show that you want to try to win. He didn't. He didn't care for Philadelphia and he seeming like he doesn't care to be in Brooklyn.
1: Nets players, including Andre Drummond, Curry, and KD, were all very vocal at the beginning of the week about wanting Simmons to show resolve and try to tough it out through the game. Steve Nash offered him limited minutes, and he still refused.
0: Why? Like, What is possibly going in your mind that you just, I can't do it, I can't go out there? So here's what's going to happen. The CBA for the NBA's next
1: is up next fall. You're going to see a lot of changes to these contract numbers. If you're refusing to play, I guarantee you that they put something in about mental health in there.
0: Guarantee oh, it. I guarantee that
1: some kind of waiver because he hasn't played one single game this year, at all.
0: Mm-mm. When was his last one. is his last game?
1: Well, he played terrible in the playoff series last year against Atlanta.
0: Mm-hmm. Was that his last where game? Where they got playing? dumped. Yeah, that was his last game, wasn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. That's just, yeah, because remember the Hawks made it to the Eastern Conference Finals.
0: Mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't get that. I just think that's soft, and that's I, I think NBA is soft anyway. There's not a, there's handful of guys that will really like knock down, drag out, don't give a shit, but there's a lot of soft guys, and he is one of the biggest soft guys in the league. I'm a James Harden fan.
1: I don't understand why they gave up James Harden. I know he's a defensive liability, but you got Ben Simmons that didn't even play.
0: I just think they couldn't really see what – I don't think – so what? Like, Harden, Durant, and Kyrie barely played together when they came, right?
1: I got to hear they played 12 games together.
0: 12 games. So you really don't see and you don't get that mesh of guys. Like, yeah, you had Kevin Durant and James Harden play back in the day. But they are two different type of players these day, this day. So I think a little bit you'd break it down. They just didn't have that uh, chemistry yet. And I don't think they gave that chance of it. And, like, yeah, you got Ben Simmons who's supposed to be a really good defender and Harden's not, but damn, at least Harden actually showed up and went in the game. And so.
1: And James Harden could knock down shots that they needed in that game. Mm-hmm. Game 3 and 4 they really needed somebody to knock down shots cuz KD was struggling.
0: I don't want to shit on KD. That was his lowest performing field goal percentage in playoff history. It sucks as I like KD, I don't like seeing that, but um he would have I think he would have helped that void. I still think Boston probably would have took this. I think they they're playing like with passion, they're playing with grit. They're playing Like they are showing the world who they are. Brooklyn, I didn't see that at all. And we talked about it two weeks ago about
1: that uh, FanDuel, MGM, and a lot of those other places. They flipped the line from Boston because Boston was getting hammered with future bets and put it towards Brooklyn. I actually got Boston in a futures bet. It was only like $25, but it was like plus 142, I think I got it at. Still?
0: I would. I I like Boston's chances right now. They're playing at a high level, so.
1: Boston and the Heat is the Eastern Conference Finals. I want.
0: I think that'd be a good Finals. I really, I'm rooting for the Heat. I really want them, even though we have a bet between each other. But we both know Jimmy Butler, big fan. I want Butler to get it.
1: Speaking of the Heat, Victor Oladipo returned to the Heat's bench and then the starting lineup last night as the Heat closed out the Hawks 4-1. Trey Young really struggled
0: in this series. He like 2 for 12 and then he missed one big key like free throw right at the end. I don't I don't I, don't, I like Trey Young. I think he's I think he's going to be a good player.
1: I like Trey Young also. We talked about I would take Trey Young over Luka if we were to do a redraft. And I think a lot of it is he's just tired. Like, he had to be the spark for that team. Oh, yeah. Like, that team was terrible.
0: If he week. hit two threes in a row, that could have been a completely different game. Um.
1: By the way, when you talked about we had to heat, we had the heat at minus two if we took plus five, teaser. Yes. So, thank God they won by three. Cause <laughs> it, it got really close. If he would have made that free throw.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, that would have been a different game.
1: That would have been a push. That would have not been good. So, the Sixers were up 3-0. They are now are 3-2 to the NBA rookie of the year Scotty Barnes led Toronto Raptors. Will they be the first team to lose being up
0: 3-0? I don't think so.
1: I think they close it out tonight.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's what I was about to say. Did they even play tonight? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't I think they'll close. I think the Sixers are going to close it out here. I just, Sixers have and B's playing really well. I, I just think, I just, I don't see.
1: That game's tomorrow.
0: Yeah, thank You're you. Right. You're right. I just don't, I can't see the Raptors winning again. If they do, I still think the Sixers win it. I don't think, I just don't, I think it's just weird because Van Vliet was out, I think. Mm-hmm. And so I took Sixers, I think was supposed like. I can't remember what the spread was, but I took him in a teaser also as well that day. But and they held pretty well; they did pretty well. But I think it changes that game plan. I've, you have one of your main guys out, and so it's kind of hard to like figure out who is going to step up in that role.
1: We talked about last week. I've been playing a lot of the first halves bets on FanDuel Sportsbook. <laughs> if you would have played the quarter bet, Toronto has won the quarter, the first quarter, all four games
0: you going to take it now?
1: Uh, I probably will take it tomorrow, but I'll take the Sixers because it's back home in Philly. I don't and think they're going to be able to be stopped.
0: And the streak has to end.
1: Mavs are up 3-2 on the Jazz, whose playoff struggles continue. Levi and I kind of talked about how they have fallen off lately. And we have teased the hell out of the Mavericks almost every time. At least that's a teaser I've played. And then you look at the line, now it's 2 or 3 at FanDuel. So they have definitely taken it down where we were getting double digits, now we're getting single digits and it's almost to pick 'em. Who do you like?
0: Who?
1: They mm. were up 2-0 well without Luca by the way.
0: Yeah, I am I'm, I'm still going with the Mavs. I don't like them. I think Luca was out so they lost two and then came back, Luca won one didn't he? Mm-hmm. I just, I think Luka makes a different game than what you're really used to. And so, I think they can win this one. Because they play tomorrow as well, don't they?
1: Yes. Tonight, we got Bucks and Bulls. Did you place a bet on that?
0: Not yet. I probably, I don't know, I'll probably stay away from these two. I don't feel like there's a lot of it. Um, Tomorrow, I'll probably get back on it.
1: I didn't like the lines tonight. I thought the lines were a little heavy. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to tease a line that's really heavy. I'll tell you guys what I have for tonight. I have the Bucks first quarter winner and the Warriors' first quarter winner. It's minus 102. And then I have a same-game parlay. I have DeMar DeRozan to have under 30 in the Milwaukee Bucks money line. That's plus 109. So, at least I'm doubling my money in one, and I'm really close to breaking even on the other. hmm one of those will cash. Oh, yeah. But Ja Morant continues to prove Jesus. he's the dude as their Grizzlies have <clears throat> have had two insane game in two insane double digit game comebacks to win. What are your thoughts on Jaw? Did you see the dunk last night?
0: Oh my was awesome. god.
1: Probably the best playoff dunk ever.
0: That was insane. I love Jaw. Then he had a nice fucking win or my bad, whatever. Um to win it that layup was even that's even a tough layup too like that is going to his left hand yeah i love jaw i i think he is that dude he is he's not shocking anyone like yeah that's an impressive dunk like that is very impressive but like people are just like amazed still like i think like he's still doing it like everyone has that one or two dunk but like this dude is continuing i just i love him I wouldn't mind seeing him win it, and uh, there's no way. See, I
1: don't like young guys to win it.
0: No, I think they have plenty of time.
1: Like I really didn't like Giannis winning it last year because I didn't feel like he was the right. It was not his time to win it. No. Like I really want Jimmy Butler to get one. I really want Chris Paul to get
0: one. Chris Paul is just so overdue. And I think his time was last year, but they just they could not get it done. And then Butler in the bubble, like that dude, he gave it his all for it. But I think Jaw will get one at some point. I was watching that game and I thought I thought Minnesota was gonna take it. Like it was just it looked bad. And it was like the second quarter, Jaw only had like two points, too, I think like that. Like I don't think he scored in the first quarter. And so I was like, man, he's just having an off game, like nothing's coming easy, like maybe it's just Minnesota's gonna pull it. And then, like, I think I, like, turned it off and, like, started doing something. I came back and I was like, "No shit, it's a close game. And so then I watched the end of it.
1: Yeah, I had Minnesota in a teaser. So once it was close, Mm -hmm. even in the third quarter, I knew we were going to cash it. Nobody was going to go on that big of a run.
0: That's how I was. I saw, like, my teaser was going to land. And I was like, oh, okay, perfect.
1: So I found this the other day. So when Scott Foster, who is one of the biggest NBA referees, is the lead official in a game played by Chris Paul, guess what Chris Paul's record is?
0: He's a one, at least two or three.
1: He's zero and fourteen with Scott Foster as the head ref. Zero and fourteen. Six of those I, games are playoff games.
0: I did hear about like he because he's like talked to the league and he's talked to everyone because like I guess he even talked to the official like crew like who like their company or whatever. And nothing is getting done by it.
1: I can't complain, though. I like how it's been officiated, like, in the playoffs. They're really letting guys play.
0: Oh, yeah. I just – I've never paid that close attention to Chris Paul in, like, close games, but –
1: I don't even know half the refs, to be honest with
0: you. I can tell you. Like, I
1: see some of them, and I'm like, I've seen that guy before.
0: Yeah, I've seen that guy. He's made one bad call. I didn't like it, so I did not like him anymore.
1: But, you know, the NBA isn't like the NFL. The NFL, the officials are a lot – they get a platform when they make a call where they get to go out there – and they can oh, show their yeah. muscles off and really be animated with the calls. In the NBA, you don't really get that, but it's, it's such a fast-paced game.
0: Oh, yeah. That's insane. What did you say? Owen 7
1: He's Owen
0: 14?
1: Six of those have been playoff games.
0: Um, I, I want to like, see if someone can like pull this like highlight thing of these plays. If you do, send it to our Instagram. <laughs> because... I want to see like what it is. Is there like question, is a lot of questionable calls, or is it just like Chris Paul's team does not play to the standard they play in?
1: So the Suns are up 3-2 on the Pelicans. The Suns are finding their groove with this team without Devin Booker. I think that they're going to close this series out, and I think they need to close this series out because they got to get a little bit of rest before Devin Booker comes back because he's got another week, they say. Mm-hmm. So if they were to close the series out on Friday, I think that's the next time they play. If they close the series out on Friday, they wouldn't play till next Wednesday.
0: I just think they need to win too because if Pelicans win this and it goes 3-3, there's a chance that it, they could drop it. And I would hate to see the Pelicans win. I don't know why I don't like them. I just don't like them. Maybe because I'm a Booker fan, but...
1: But I've never liked the Pelicans. I've never liked the... Uh, the Hornets, I didn't like them when they were there. Mm-hmm. Like, anytime the NBA owns a team, like I didn't like them.
0: Yeah, I just, I think if the Pelicans win this, it's a scary series now. Like that could go either way. You need Booker back for you guys. They have guys that make plays. I don't know why they're struggling so bad. Um, but Pelicans also like Brandon Ingram. He did get hot, and he started like playing very well so that could be a thing right now like they got their two, so now i think the suns could win this point i still think the suns will i just if they don't they're they need to be having a team meeting like asap that day and then i did see a thing that like, so most home games like when you play a home game you usually have your game and then you lift some weights right after right do you guys do that in school or anything mm-hmm. Did you see that the Suns do that home or away? They still hit the weights like after a game.
1: But the, those guys—it's a young team led by a veteran like Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. And you know Devin Booker follows along. He's gonna do whatever to win.
0: Oh yeah, I like. I think Booker's a team guy. I think he's probably one of one of the top. He's probably one of my top favorites in the league. But
1: so each week we've been going through some of these future bets. Golden State now is
0: plus three twenty.
1: Phoenix Suns four thirty. Boston Celtics, four sixty. The one I think I'm gonna really put some money on is Miami Heat plus five fifty. If you we gotta get that now.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. I like that one.
1: I think I'm gonna get on there. I'll probably put two hundred on there. I mean you'll clear a thousand so you're at twelve hundred.
0: Yeah. I like that. I like the heat. Might if I could I'm cheering for the heat to win it the entire the whole way. I want even though I'm not that big a fan of Lowry, but he has, They have Hero and Butler, and those are one of my top two guys, so I'd like to see him get it. And then Oladipo, I mean, he played for IU, so he's a Big Ten guy, so I'd like to see him.
1: Had a couple of people hit me up on Twitter. They wanted lottery tickets. What I mean by lottery tickets is they wanted a high bet that they could kind of put on and kind of play it as exciting, bet 5 $10, and make a decent pay, so I've got a couple of them. Go to FanDuel Sportsbook, go to NBA Finals, go to the very bottom, and it's the NBA Finals exact result. Golden State to beat Boston Celtics is +1100, Golden State to beat Miami Heat is +1200, Phoenix Suns to beat Miami Heat is +1400. The one that I think I'm going to play. Miami Heat to beat the Phoenix Suns +2100. I'm not going to put a lot on there, but to sprinkle 10 bucks on there. Yeah. And you win two hundred
0: and ten? It's the it's the play around. Like you can you got a little hopeful for it.
1: And if you want to get really crazy, the highest available on that is the Minnesota Timberwolves <laughs> to beat the Toronto Raptors. It's plus fifty
0: thousand. <laughs> the Bulls and the Jazz too. Could you imagine like taking that now and the Bulls come back and win that series and everything?
1: Yeah. And there's another one that's plus five thousand too. Boston over Denver, and Denver over Toronto is also on there, Jesus. rounding it out.
0: The Pelicans and Sixers are on there. There's a lot on there. Holy shit. Yeah,
1: you have to scroll quite a bit to get to the very bottom of that list.
0: Yeah, I'm on the bottom. I didn't know there was that many plus 50,000. So the Bucks
1: are up 3-1 on the Bulls. They're probably going to close it out tonight. We got to give a round of applause for the Bulls, though. Like, the Bulls are awesome in this season. Nah, and like we, we didn't like the way that the injuries were. But I'd love to see this team next year because you know they're going to get some pieces to build around.
0: I just they lost they lost that momentum when they all got like they hit got injuries. Lonzo went out. Caruso broke his wrist for like eight weeks, if not more. I just think they lost out of that mojo. DeRozan played a hell of a year. I just think I think they're come They're still working on things. If you get them healthy, and then you get some guys that can just lock defender down, I think they'll be. I think they could come back and be just fine. So the
1: Warriors are up 3-1 on the Nuggets. There's no chance the Nuggets Nuggets are done. Oh, God, yeah. The Nuggets are extra crispy. They are done. It's over.
0: I'm surprised they won one.
1: And I'm so glad that Joker's out of the playoffs. I'm not a Joker fan. I'm not a Luka fan. I don't know why. I just don't like him. I honestly think Joker's overrated.
0: I don't think Joker sure won an MVP when he did. I don't, I don't mind Luka. I think Luka's... If he stops whining as much now, he's whining a lot. Joker, I mean, he's giving it his all in there. But if you're an MVP player, like, you should be able to put some points up, and he has. But I just I think Golden State's looking too tough. And I hate it because you picked them. But.
1: So the Warriors and Nuggets, they're going to play tonight. Mm-hmm. The Warriors are going to move on. I really think it's setting up for a Warriors and Suns Western Conference Finals. But to see Ja and Steph are going to duel it out in a seven-game series is going to be awesome.
0: I like that series, too.
1: And then you got Mavs and Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of bettable games coming up. I don't like betting the series as much. We talked about that the, when the playoffs started.
0: Mm-hmm. I like doing the games, like live games, like games that are going to happen that night. I don't like waiting around.
1: See, I'm more impatient than you because I like to do quarter bets because I want yeah. the bet to cash.
0: You did get me on that one. You told me to bet the Milwaukee first quarter one. That was more intriguing, like that first quarter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's the first
1: I'm... 12 minutes of the game, exciting mm-hmm. as
0: hell. Have you done the Milwaukee one today? How much is that one?
1: It's two ninety, I believe. Yeah. But I parlayed that with Golden State first quarter, and that gives you minus one hundred and two. So you're almost double in your money. You're two dollars away from being plus money.
0: I might mess with it. I want to roll out of the Elvis room?
1: Haunted Elvis room. Nothing's happened today. So that's the playoffs. A little bit NBA news here. LeVar Ball has emerged as a strong candidate for the Hornets head coaching job. Playing for your dad, a good thing or a bad thing?
0: <laughs> my dad? Great thing. I loved playing for my dad back in the day. LeVar Ball, I would not want to play for.
1: See, I think MJ MJ owns the team. He's going to have a say in what goes on. I think he's going to say, hell no.
0: Why? You bring LeVar on, you're bring... it's a business point if he brings him on. I don't see that happening. There's no way.
1: Yeah, but he's gonna go in there and want to sell big baller shoes or whatever. He's not gonna to want
0: to sell Jordans. That's what I mean. Like, but still, like he's gonna sell tickets. He's gonna sell like jerseys. He's gonna sell. You could almost bring in Lavar T-shirts for the Hornets, and who else? Has... What head coach has a T-shirt? Like, there's gonna be merch made. There's.
1: I wish you could bet what NBA coach will get the most texts because it'll be him.
0: Oh my god! For yeah.
1: sure, it'll be him.
0: Does he? Would... He would get a tech like because of just his attitude. Does he could literally, cuz he's so emotional like he would jump up and say something whatever do whatever, but he'd get attacked every single game, I guarantee it. If not every other. Levar Ball He might make it a lead before LiAngelo.
1: <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> That's funny. So, we're going to flip to the NFL. There's a rumor going around that the Dolphins plan to trade a second-round pick for Brady and a first-round pick for Sean Payton in a deal that would pair the GOAT and Payton in Miami. What are your thoughts? I'll go first. I think it's bullshit. There's no way that the Bucks would give up a second-round pick or take a second-round pick for Brady. Yeah, that. On a one-year deal. Why would know. they? And what are they going to say? Uh, uh, Will send us Tua? Nobody wants Tua. <laughs> yeah.
0: They can have Jacoby out there. Is he still there this year? I believe so. There you go. Know, give him Jacoby and Tua. They're a great duo.
1: The NFL announced that there's going to be three games played on Christmas. There's something special about football on Christmas. I like it a little more than Thanksgiving because you always have to watch the dog shit Lions every Thanksgiving.
0: Mm hmm. Three games. I, I like. I love, like, holiday games. I don't know why. It just, I don't know. I enjoy watching them more than, like, a normal Sunday.
1: That Packers and Browns game got way too close last year on Christmas Day. But I I love the NFL on Christmas. Mm -hmm. Especially if they give us a really good game on Christmas night, the NBC game. I mean, give us the rematch of the Bills and Chiefs. Or give us something. Please give us something.
0: You have to, right? You would think, like...
1: Well, you'd think they're going to pick a big game, but it's so hard for them. They set the schedule in April and May, and then teams fall off. Yeah. Every team has to have at least one primetime game. That's true. So the NFL draft is tomorrow. To save you the time of me going through an entire mock draft, I got some futures bets on my layout for you guys. Only at FanDuel Sportsbook. So, go to the NFL, go to the draft, draft specials. And it's conference drafted by players, players drafted per conference. Sorry about them. The Big Ten is over or under six and a half in the first round. So, you got Ohio State in there. I'm taking the under.
0: And it's plus under. 104. I would say under.
1: The SEC, over or under 10, I took the over. I parlayed those together over at plus 200.
0: How many many bets do you make a day, like on a daily?
1: Normally about three or four. And then at night, I'll live bet more. But as far as placing bets throughout the day, it's normally three or four. And then I live bet a hell of a lot you got to catch Fandles slipping sometimes on that shit, though, because sometimes they'll just be a little slow on changing the line you can jump on it. You get that a lot. If you guys are interested in looking at those first and second half total bets, sometimes you can get it. A team in the second quarter will go on a run and they'll be at 5-0. You can jump on it before the, the line changes.
0: Well, that's how I got so, Milwaukee, like plus 100. like.
1: So you're getting five points in advance before they change the line.
0: Yeah, mine was I got mine because all they did was call a foul and it jumped like plus a hundred. And so I took it. Now I'm a small time better, so.
1: Kayvon Thaddeus from Oregon to go over over or under four and a half. I think he's gonna be the third player picked. So I went under four and a half at minus one forty eight.
0: How many draft bets do you have right now? Eight. Jesus.
1: I have eight draft bets. Green Bay Packers, first drafted player. I took wide receiver because I think they're going to trade up. Really? So does the producer of the show. He thinks they're going to trade up too. <laughs> Defensive lineman is plus four thirty. Offensive lineman is plus four thirty. I don't think there's going to be an offensive lineman at twenty two or what twenty two that they would want. Mm-hmm. So, first quarterback selected, Malik Willis is minus 200. Kenny Pickett is, my, is plus is 200. I think you're going to have to go with Kenny Pickett here. I think Malik Willis is a little bit overhyped. And the way, the way the draft works is there's so many smoking screens with these teams. So, you got the Falcons and the Panthers, same division, really close in draft picks. You think they're being honest about who they're going to pay, pick and who they like? No. No. I'm going to gas it up and be like, you know – quarterbacks, they come out of Liberty all the time. I think we're going to go with him. What, so maybe you possibly jump ahead of us and take him? Huh, dumbass. We got the guy you wanted. Oh, yeah. And you took somebody that we didn't, which 100%, I think that's what happened with Tua.
0: I think so, too. I think they all thought Tua was going to be this complete stud.
1: Because when when those picks were coming down and they were having the draft, all the talk was, do they take Herbert or is Tua going first? And that, if I remember right, they took the clock all the way down to zero, trying to decide what they were going to do. And then Miami jumped up and got them. I think so. And look look at what happened, though. Look at where they are.
0: I bet they want Herbert now.
1: Yeah. So the first wide receiver taken, Garrett Wilson, minus 125. Jamison Williams, plus 200. Drake London, USC, fight on, plus 250. Chris Olave plus twenty five hundred. I would not be surprised if Williams jumps Wilson.
0: Mm.
1: How many of these bets are you gonna put in?
0: Me? Yeah, absolutely none. I'm gonna stay away from the NFL draft. <laughs> I do not know that as much as you do.
1: So next week we're gonna have a guest. We're still working out the the details on that and what he will give us and what he won't give us. But we're trying to get ahead of this. Levi, you got anything to give to the listeners?
0: Follow the gram.
1: Yeah, we need people to get on the Instagram. The One of us is in charge of the Instagram, and they don't do a whole lot on there, so we're trying to get that figured out. But exciting news, we got a couple checks rolling in. We got some stuff in the works. We're going to try to do some live shows this summer, give you guys some giveaways, freebies. You get to see us live. Buy us a beer. Buy us a beer crack cold ones cash bet slips that's it for this week thanks
0: I'll make a deal if you come to a bar and you see us and you say hey I heard you from beers and bet slips I'll buy you a shot or a drink
1: we'll double that how about this if you show us that you follow us on Twitter or Instagram we'll buy you a round I'll agree cool what's your last words Levi you gonna say yeet this week
0: no I'm gonna just say later
1: <laughs> alright see you guys thanks Shawty thought I was the postman.